interpretation would be, if you like this recognizable white artist, you'll also like this artist of color. Less forgivingly, if you can't relate to this artist because she's black or brown, here is a white artist whose work hers most closely resembles. In the 1950s, jazz singer Joyce Bryant was once billed as the black Marilyn Monroe, despite the incongruity of the comparison. Monroe was primarily an actress and Bryant was a musician. Bryant didn't seem to resist the descriptor, but it also didn't launch a career as prominent as Monroe's. After Elvis Presley rose to fame, soul singers Sam Cooke and Jackie Wilson were each called the Black Elvis, despite the fact that their careers started before his did. A young Richard Pryor was marketed as the Black Lenny Bruce, a title he rejected. Presumably, once black artists have established themselves in mainstream culture, they can shed the white shadow. But there's little proof that using whiteness as an initial hook is much merit anyway. The crossover successes of Cook, Wilson, and Pryor owed to the inimitable performances they honed through years on stage and in studios. In the 1990s, TV shows with predominantly black casts were compared to predominantly white ones. Living single, a sitcom intended to serve as a star vehicle for Queen Latifah, was referred to as The Black Friends, despite having premiered in 1993, a full year before Friends did. As Westworld's Jeff Ott wrote in 2011, back in the 90s kind of world when people liked ensemble comedies that featured groups of 20-somethings living in incredibly well-appointed Manhattan apartments, living single was known as The Black Friends. But let's be honest, it was better than Friends. Similarly, Keenan Ivory Wayans' early 90s sketch comedy show In Living Color was dubbed The Black SNL. In a 1993 Scripps Howard interview, cast member Alexandra Wentworth said, We're known as the Black SNL, but we have more license. We have a tendency to tackle racial issues and hit the jugular with a lot of things, and I'm sometimes surprised by what we can say. Every time we have a sketch, we get notes from the network censors. The hip-hop sensibilities of In Living Color, a disc jockey and dancers played the show into its commercial breaks, and its commitment to racial satire, ensured that it was nothing like Saturday Night Live. As a rhetorical device, the black blank does more to segregate media and entertainers than to bridge audiences of diverse cultural backgrounds. And by making proximity to whiteness a black artist's main selling point, it ignores the diversity of black experiences and perspectives, instead treating blackness as a monolith. As Ray writes in her memoir, the gamut of blackness is so wide, so very, very wide. Barring strong innate familial traits in twins, blacks are not the same. It's as wide, at least, as the gulf between Jay and Joe Issa Rae Jope. Growing up as a Senegalese-American, Ray felt like an outsider in the black community. In one chapter, she recalls bragging to classmates about her dancing skills, of which she had few. Being the only American girl in my Senegalese elementary school, I was asked, Joe Issa, teach us what they do in the States. Being one of the few African-American girls in a gifted, nerdy elementary school in Potomac, Maryland, I overheard, Joe Issa knows how to do the running man, right? 
I don't think it was until I met my first friend in Los Angeles that I realized I didn't dance the way some of the other black girls in my school did. Joe Issa tries to teach herself to dance like her peers, then unveils her new moves at a party. Determined to make an impression, I swung my braids back and dropped to the floor on all fours, arching my back in the literal bad bitch position. And then came the flash of cameras. In this moment, she's been doubly betrayed by her cultural inheritances. Neither her Africanness nor her American blackness have endowed her with an ability that both cultures consider innate. In February, HBO ordered a pilot from Ray and Larry Wilmore. As the host of The Nightly Show, no stranger to the black blank appellation. Variety describes the proposed series, Insecure, as a half-hour comedy about the awkward experiences and racy tribulations of a modern-day African-American. That's familiar turf for Ray, but her memoir should put to rest any worries that she's aiming to create, say, the black...